the Podfix Network. If someone was choking, could you could you save them from choking by administering the Heimlich maneuver? I'd probably have a better shot if I just gave them like a solid gut punch. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, greetings, good day. You're listening to This Week Today, a comedy podcast that takes a brief look at this week in history, news, entertainment, and more. Welcome to the show. I'm Tove. I thought I was going to be joined by my regular co-host, Lord Saunders, but I'm not. Instead, back for another appearance this season, good friend of the show, good friend of mine, Keith Gala of the Papa Filmcast. <laughs> Welcome back, sir. Well, hello there. Hold on, hold on. Let me check my iPad. Nope, no brisket cooking. I can... Uh, I can come on here and do a show. <laughs> okay, so normally when Adam isn't going to be able to be on the show, he tells me in advance. In this case, we started recording the show, and then we started having glitches with his internet, and then he revealed to me that he was having trouble with his internet all day and doesn't know what's wrong with it, and we just we tried to fight through it. And then finally we realized it was so bad that it was untenable. And then he said, man, I'm sorry. And then we tried to figure out maybe we could record even later tonight. And he said, no, that's probably not practical. And then we couldn't find another day. And so then at the last minute, I had to scramble for a replacement. <laughs> well, he left the Wi-Fi sitting next to the grill. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, he's put some kind of a, a rub on his... Uh, uh, on his devices, probably it, <laughs> like sleep. He was sleepwalking uh, in a dream about like cooking some meats and just you know. But his computer was sitting in front, of him, gave a whole rub down, and now suddenly it doesn't work. Well, I don't know if that's what happened, but that actually uh, begs the question: if if his internet's not working and preventing him from recording the show, is it affecting his barbecuing? Oh, because he can't just sit and watch from wherever right. on his iPad. He's right. actually so, got to be more involved. I didn't think about that at the time, and I forgot to ask him. So I, I, I look forward to hearing that his response. I want to know if, if his internet issues are affecting his barbecuing, his yeah, smoke, his get, meat uh, smoking. Um, uh, an internet, like a road diary, but like internet inactivity diary. <laughs> Technical issues diary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, little difficulties. That's I don't want to bag on him too much. I, I will acknowledge he felt really, really badly that he wasn't able to record the show. Obviously, he's he's the other half of the show, and always feels really badly when he's not when something happens that causes him not to be able to be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, but lucky for us, and I don't think every podcast can claim this. We have an MVP, and that MVP is you. Yes, it is. I am. Yeah. So. Thank you once again for MVPing all over our show. Hey, no problem. No yeah. problem. Well, with that, let's get started and take a look at the calendar of special days so everyone knows what to celebrate this week. Keith, today is National Paperclip Day. Awesome. I'm going to find one and I'm going to start taking it around places and trade it until I can get a new house. That's a great idea. And also, w- when you were in. Um, I don't know, like grade school or middle school, did you ever bend it into like a triangle shape and create what we call a cricket? Yes, Or I a did. grasshopper? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we did that too. And other deadly weapons I could throw at people. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. 
Well, that's a very creative use of a paperclip, and that blends nicely into tomorrow's celebration, which is National Creativity Day. Yeah, which is, uh, you know, like, it's like uh, what's the patron holiday of, uh, of podcasters, basically, as well. Well, and especially for you, because you're also, for the second time, didn't you say before we started, um, you've, uh, uh, you've entered into the Midnight Riders contest again? Yes, I did. I did. Excellent. Yes. A lot of creativity going on lately. For sure. Tuesday is Autonomous Vehicle Day. It's also my older sister's birthday. Uh, is your older sister also an autonomous vehicle? <laughs> no. No. And it's also not a milestone birthday. That would have been last year, Keith, so we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Because I was thinking, like, was it uh, a like show from the 50s? Like, my mom's a car or something? My mother's a car? Is that a movie or is a that, TV show? I think it was a TV show. Yeah, I think you're right. Like that's the, like the new modern days. My older sister's in the time. <laughs> it's it's the reboot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe so. Wednesday is National Go Barefoot Day. Do you like going barefoot? Um. Yes and no. I. At home, yeah. I mean, I, I will kick off the socks and everything when I leave the house. So I'm pretty big on making sure I have socks on, even if I got flip flops on. Thursday is National Heimlich Maneuver Day. Are you capable of performing the Heimlich Maneuver? I'd probably choke on that, yeah. <laughs> if someone was choking, could you could you save them from choking by administering the Heimlich Maneuver? I'd probably have a better shot if I just gave them like a solid gut punch. <laughs> <laughs> Keith, Friday is National Black Bear Day. Yeah, more things I'm confident in. And we will wrap up this week of terrific celebrations on Saturday with National Yo-Yo Day. Which is the bigger beating from that era of toys, the hula hoop or the yo-yo? The hula hoop's more overrated. Because if you ever watch any of those yo-yo competition things, they do some crazy stuff. I haven't seen anybody do like any groundbreaking things with a, with a hula hoop. Mm-hmm. Besides just like more hula hoops. Well, Keith, with that, why don't we turn our attention to this week in history? Absolutely. Uh, I'm glad to do Adam's favorite part with Adam's favorite uh, uh, theme music. Didn't have theme music back in 1431, uh, but it might have been kind of cool if Joan of Arc could have had someone. She was burned at the stake uh, for heresy. Uh, Fast forward eh, just shy of 400 years to 1826. Thomas Jefferson and John Adams die on the same day, five hours apart. I never heard that before. I, uh, I was it like in a loving embrace or anything too. I don't. Know. <laughs> they died five hours apart, which means one guy would have, if they were embraced, that means one guy would have died, and then the other guy would have laid with a dead corpse for five hours. Is it like a Romeo and Juliet type thing? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Mm. Wait, are you asking the person who hosts a podcast <laughs> that doesn't do any cursory research? Sorry, I forgot. Wrong. You, you do cursory research for other shows, just not your own. You know, I, I do, uh, I do deep, a deep dive. If anyone listens to the most recent episode of your show, which I was uh, on, you were nice enough to have me, I do a deep dive level of research on your show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you don't have time then for yours. So, yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah, so let's, uh, let's continue to move along. Um, 1859, Big Ben rings out over London for the very first time. Uh, followed that up by... Never mind. Just did, we won't go into Ben Roethlisberger jokes. You can edit that out. Uh, <laughs> in 1937, Amelia Earhart uh, disappears. 
Some people think maybe they've found her before. Some people say maybe she lived out a long life someplace, just in, you know, uh, being just a you know mysterious person, not herself anymore. Some people maybe she went through the uh, Bermuda Triangle. Who knows? She disappeared though. I don't. Th- I don't ever want. I don't ever want to know. Also, if you research it, you'll find articles that she wasn't. She wasn't that great of a pilot. Well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> It's I, honestly that's one of those like things I never want don't I don't want anybody ever to like give me an answer on that I just want she disappeared let's leave it to mystery okay yeah um, things that aren't as mysterious because there is records of this in 1953 uh, Edmund Hillary and his Sherpa uh, Tenzing Norgay uh, they went looking for Amelia Earhart and uh, they managed to reach the summit of Mount Everest in doing so so you're saying. Their goal was to find Amelia Earhart, and they, in the process, they accidentally reached the summit of Mount Everest. Well, that's where they went to look for her, and so they got up there. They're the first people to make it there, but they had a reason for going. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Not sure that's yeah. historically accurate, but you're in charge of history this week, so. All right. Well, in 1979, the very first Sony Walkman goes on sale. How cool were those things? Incredibly cool. Yeah, it's super awesome. Uh, and in fact, uh, Except that they would eat your cassettes every now and then. Otherwise, I really would enjoy having one of those again. I don't know what I'd ever play in it, but I don't have cassettes. And finally, in 1984, the PG-13 rating debuts. Um, I do believe Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom was responsible for that. I think it was Raiders. Uh, Well, Raiders is PG in 81. I think this one was the one that pushed it over the top, though. Hmm. And it got us this new mysterious rating that nobody ever really pays attention to. <laughs> like I don't know. Like I was, I could get into R-rated movies when I was thirteen, and nobody really cared at a PG thirteen movie who I was with to see it. Okay, so I'm gonna play the role of Derek on this show, and I just Ooh. did some cursory research, and we were both wrong, and we knew this but forgot. Red Dawn was the first movie to get the PG thirteen rating. Really? really, which has actually come up on maybe both of our shows, and I think we just forgot. Red Dawn's not even that bad. Now there you go. Guess a lot, a lot of people get shot. Anyway, that is uh, history because nothing happened after 1984. Nope. Well, Keith, how about we move on to the news? Sure. A lot of quick hits this week. Because <laughs> when you have me, it's because you have a backlog, backlog of quick hits. I'm glad you gave that preface up top about how Adam just got mysteriously uh, couldn't get his internet to work something. Well, to prove, well, I don't know if this ultimately proves it, but to prove that he did um, bail on the show at the last minute, I don't have news quick hits this week. <laughs> oh. I was going to say, I'm actually kind of proof that he bailed at the last second, but that's right. <laughs> yeah, I just have that one news yeah. story. Oh, I hope this isn't the one that you prefaced last week. I don't want to talk about Hillary Duff. Are we doing that? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We're not talking about Hillary Duff and the fact that she allowed her co-star to drink her breast milk. We're not going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Instead, we're going to talk about a gentleman from Norfolk, England, 
47-year-old Malcolm McDonald. All right. McDonald's extraordinary story, Keith, began back in 2010. That's when he developed an infection in his perineum. Do you know what that is? Is that your elbow? It is not your elbow. It's the area between your... um, And your... Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. This infection became so serious that one day his penis just dropped off onto the floor. The old baby maker. So surgeons were able to manufacture a new penis using a skin flap on his left arm. But isn't that kind of amazing that we've reached the point in, in medical technology that you can recreate a penis using a skin flap on your left arm? I don't know what's the right answer for that. <laughs> <laughs> Is it yes? Is it no? I mean, you know. We once put a man on the moon. Now we're putting penises on arms. Well, here's where it took a twist. So they plan to move... Uh, here, and this is a, this is the article. I didn't come up with this term, but move the man-made member down to um, the area where it where it belongs. Thank you for making sure that everyone knew you didn't take credit for man-made member. Yeah, I didn't I, I didn't script that. Also, they should be playing at Smorgasbord this year. <laughs> I'm not saying they're not. <laughs> <laughs> they might be added to the bill late, but they were forced to stop the operation due to a lack of oxygen in his blood. So they couldn't move forward with the uh, with the surgery well, because it all rushed to his penis. I mean, so as a result, uh, he was left with left with it poking out of his forearm. So, so then they tried to do a, a second surgery, and that one was delayed for six years due to scheduling mix-ups, staff shortages, and the COVID nineteen <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, <laughs> like, do we not have priorities on, like, you know, groundbreaking medical, like, procedures? I mean, like, this in the books, if this happens. Like, you, you go down in history as, like, you know, a legend if you, if you pull this off. So why would not the doctor be like, yes, we are doing this? Well, I don't know the answer to your question, which is a good one. All I know is is that um, it's like um, was it? Uh, you ever see the movie Donnie Brasco? And, yes. and Al Pacino is like he's like he's like you know he says he's got cancer of the prick and he goes look it up I'm in the books for that one. Like he's talking about like this, if you look up in the metal medical books his character is <laughs> in there for having uh, cancer of the penis. So yeah, look if I'm gonna get in the medical books like the history of of medicine for. Uh, surgically uh, making a penis out of a flap on a dude's arm, man, we are making that happen no matter what. Six uh, six years is not going by. Well, it was far longer than six years, and eventually he just became used to having it on his arm. He says, um, people ask me about it when I see them in the pub, and of course people make jokes, but I get it. It's not every day you see a man with a penis on his arm. Of course, I see the funny side. I have to. I don't have any other option. So earlier this year, however, doctors finally performed the successful surgery, moving McDonald's man-made penis from his arm down to the intended location. Here's some details on that surgery. Nerves and blood vessels were taken from the arm and stitched together to establish blood supply 
to the manufactured penis. Urologists worked with plastic surgeons during the process to make sure that he had a fully functioning urethra, which allowed uh, urine to pass normally, which is kind of amazing. So they not only grew a fake penis on his arm, moved it down to where it's supposed to go, but then he was also able to use it to use the restroom. However... (laughs) Well, that's kind of like intended use. (laughs) Well, no, no, I get it. But I mean, I'm I'm just thinking through all these things that they accomplished... However, they also had to install two tubes to allow McDonald to inflate the penis with a hand pump in order to give him, you know, to prepare him for using it for that purpose. So, understandably, even given that special circumstance, I mean, he was thrilled at the prospect that he'd be able to have sex again. And here's where it takes another twist, Keith. Hold on. First of all, I want the air pumps put in while it's still on my arm, just to, like, mess with people. <laughs> Like, I mean, you know, you cut out all the small talk, uh, and, you know, with, with the lady if you just pump, 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 pump. Yep. I'm into you, honey. <laughs> did he wear, why did he have to wear long sleeve shirts all the time to cover it up? I'm just. Well, we're, we're kind of going to get to that, actually. Uh, so I, I don't think so. Right. I, I think, I don't think. Continue on. I'm sorry. I just, my mind's kind of uh, blown away by this thing at this point. Understandably. Well, Keith, would you imagine, because this is where it takes another pretty crazy twist, would you believe that Hollywood actress Kate Beckinsale heard about the story? In fact, she posted it on Instagram. Now, learning of this, of course, McDonald was very excited, and he was quoted as saying, I'm ready for dating again, so why not her? I'll even treat her to a pint down at my local boozer. One condition, though, he wants her to come to Norfolk because he thinks he'd be uncomfortable in the Hollywood scene. So basically, he was he was um, making an effort to reach out to Kate Beckinsale to see if she would go on a date with him. Yeah, you shoot your shot, dude. <laughs> I mean, it it's um, and if you're her, why not? I mean, it's uh, it's fresh. I don't know because she's Kate Beckinsdale. But but if you think about it, I mean, I'm assuming that like you know it it doesn't it would be similar like if he had a vasectomy it probably doesn't fully work he's not like he's not gonna knock you up it hasn't been used for anything else before so he's probably clean you know no no STDs or anything going on. I mean, would hope, unless that's how come it fell off in the first place, I guess. Uh, but, like, you know, the, sure. And plus, it's like, you know, man, this guy's been through a lot. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, the case you just presented is a very low bar. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a low bar. But if you're if you're that guy and you just got a brand new penis, which, well, it's not brand new. It's about 10 years old because you've been walking around with it on your arm. Exactly. But now it's in place and ready to roll. I mean... I don't know. Maybe he would have had a better shot with her if it was still on his arm and he could pump it up there because then she'd be like, ooh, this is unique. <laughs> like a crazy kinky thing going on. But Are you suggesting you know. that Kate, if, if Kate Beckinsdale was going to have sex with a commoner, that she'd rather have sex with his <laughs> his arm penis than, in, than if it was in a normal place? I'm saying that like you know maybe she was like, wow, that would have been interesting. Huh. Okay, well... A commoner. She's not a princess, dude. It's Kate <laughs> I mean, Beckinsdale. Well, first of all, it's Kate Beckinsale, not Dale. Uh, but she also... she's not. But she's not like royalty. I mean, she's 
yes, a very attractive lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, again, if she retweeted it, man, you are going to go all in and say, yes, sure. In fact, his whole hang-up about Hollywood is just silly. I mean, he can get out there and get his life story made into a movie. <laughs> well, good news for him. It is She is believed to be single. She, um, she, she's been broken up from her most recent relationship since October 2020. So I think the most important question here is, does he have a chance? Well, the answer to that, Beckinsale did appreciate McDonald's sense of humor, praising him for keeping upbeat amid his, as the article says, persistent penis problems. And <laughs> she, she uploaded a screenshot of the article for her 5.3 million followers, saying it made her feel momentarily better amid an onslaught of bad news. No details on what she meant by that. She wrote... Of well, cor- like, my life can't be worse than a guy who had a penis on his arm. Well, what I'm taking from that is she'd experienced a series of, of bad things, and mm-hmm. this coming across this story made her temporarily feel better, as she wrote. But she, she goes mm. on and says, of course he's from the UK. Of course he's done a photo shoot in the park with a willy hanging out of his sleeve. So that answers your question from before. She says, uh-huh. made me feel momentarily better. God bless you, Malcolm was her Instagram comment. And as far as I'm concerned, that's a win for him. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, that's the one you put on, that's, you put that on your Tinder profile right next to a picture of you in a park with the Willie hang out your arm. And you, you know, Kate Beckinsale approves ladies. You should too. The post did reach out to Beckinsale's reps to see if she has any interest in taking McDonald up on his offer. And the article did not say if they ever got a response. I mean, look, no lady's going to go kiss and tell. She's doing this on the hush hush. <laughs> I'm going to assume she said yes. Huh. All right. Well, Keith, this mm-hmm. is the best news I've ever given to you as the substitute co-host. We do not have time for our next news story. Can you tease uh, me in the audience a little bit with what it, what the headline is? Yes, I do have a headline. And here it is. Library brings in Rainbow Dildo Butt Monkey to teach children about literacy. All right, Adam, you got to get the internet fixed because I, I don't want to be around for a future episode when you guys talk about that one. <laughs> you don't want to talk about the Rainbow Dildo Butt Monkey? No, I'm, I think I'm good. <laughs> All right, I understand. How about birthdays? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> we have some celebrity birthdays. Carmelo Anthony, uh, NBA baller, current uh, Laker, 38 years old this week. Uh, Colin Farrell, man, fresh off a really good performance in The Batman as um, the Penguin. He is 46. Somehow, Angelina Jolie is only 47 years old. I, and I say it because it like seems like she's been around a lot longer than than Colin Farrell but also she doesn't look like she's 47 either so it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of odd either way uh, one year even more than that oh, are you doing this in some weird number we have 46 47 Alanis Morissette ironically is 48 and then Heidi Klum is 49 and I'm trying to figure out if you did that on purpose or not But I did not no just a fun coincidence no, no. Mm-hmm. but no milestones there uh, Noel Gallagher uh, from uh, the, the not the guy who breaks pumpkins, but uh, Oasis. 
Yeah, Oasis. <laughs> yeah, yes, not I... not the famous '70s and '80s prop comic. No, this is nope. <laughs> this is the brother the brother of Liam Gallagher and the yeah, members of, of the, Oasis of the, of the last less talented Gallagher's. <laughs> okay. Uh, turned fifty five. And by so that you mean happy him. birthday. You don't have to take a shot at the guy. Yeah. Uh, Anderson Cooper also fifty five. Uh huh. Um, they were born on the same day, five hours apart. The man who has played God, he has played the President of the United States, he is uh, the voice of penguins. Morgan Freeman turns uh, 85 and man, 92 years old. Anything over 90 is a milestone every time, I think, uh, regardless of whether it's like a, a five or another zero. But Clint Eastwood, 92 years young, that's what I'm going to say. Legend. He is, he is. I mean, he he does. Some of his movies looks like he's really kind of pushing it there. But man, uh, he's still sharp as a tack to do all the directing and everything. Plus, have you seen his son? His son looks just like him. It you know when he was younger. No, I haven't. Yeah, um, Scott Eastwood looks just like him. All right, how about some born this week, but now dead? <laughs> all right, thank you, Keith, and thank you, Clay Groves. I have three people today that were born on this day but are now dead. First, John F. Kennedy died in 1963 at the age of 46. How'd that happen? I don't remember. Trip and fall? I think it was a trip and fall. Today he would be 105. Bob Hope died in 2003 at the age of 100. Today he would be 118. And Martha Washington Died in 1802 at the age of 71. Today she would be 219. Very young. Very young, 219. And Keith, one more thing before we go. Absolutely. I would like to present you and the listener with part three of four of Adam's Argentinian Road Trip Audio Diary. Ah, yes, yes, yes. What's up? This is Adam again. This is how I talk. Calling from the airplane. And just want to point out that the idiocy of people never ceases to amaze me. For example, there's a sign, illuminated sign, above the bathroom door indicating that it's occupied. There is a sign on the door itself indicating that the bathroom is occupied. Occupied, and a message uh, and a line outside the bathroom indicating that someone is in there. And yet, people will still try the door and see if they can open it. <laughs> I do not understand what is going to people's minds. That is all for now. This is Adam from the airplane. This is how I talk. And I will be back soon. I mean, it's pretty obvious to me what's going through their mind. They use the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> or, they're, or they're like trying to sneak up and you know join the Mile High Club or something. Yeah, but I, I don't think they want to do that with someone in there sitting sitting on the... Maybe that's the person in there is waiting for them. I don't know. But there's a line. Well, going to have to wait a little longer if that's the case. <laughs> I try to make sure that I never have to use the bathroom when I'm on a plane. It's just, just even, you know, I don't know. If you have to, if you have to do number two, that's even worse. But just, I don't want to have to get up and go in there. I don't prefer it, but I've really had no issue. I can hold it. <laughs> I got a manly bladder. We're good. 
<laughs> you have a manly bladder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the strangest flex I've ever heard anybody do on the show. Well, I've got an adult bladder. How's that? Okay, that's probably better. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably right. a little better. I don't know. Yeah. Well, there you go, Keith. There's part three of Adam's Argentinian road trip audio diary. Maybe he'll, he'll find some people ranting at him when he gets back and lands and stuff like that. I think it's kind of cool he's calling from the plane, though. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. Adam always yeah. delivers. He does. Well, not all the time. Except when he doesn't show up. Yeah. Well, that technically he still showed up, I guess. That's a good point. See, even when he's not here, he delivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just like uh, Phil Root did on the most recent episode of the Pop-Up Filmcast when he showed up, made his appearance, and then disappeared again. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, Keith, that brings us to the end of this episode of This Week Today. God damn it. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. But before we go, would you like to tell the listeners where they can find you? Uh, absolutely you can uh, as we've already alluded to several times you can find me hosting the pop-up film cast we took five months off and uh it just really i came back with some big ideas and boy do i think i overstepped uh, on that one but uh chris says it turns out good uh if you like ridiculousness uh definitely check it out um we're gonna make a nice little summer run also, you can check out the entire back catalog of season one of That Was Great, Wasn't It? Chris was also on that as well. Uh, we watched Pro Stars, the uh, 1991 NBC cartoon. And finally, I am also uh, hanging out with our friend Derek and also Terry Vicroy, and we are the Monster Hunters, rewatching uh, in painstaking detail every episode of Monsters. And uh, having a good time doing it. Yeah, good stuff. And thanks again, Keith, for having me on the uh, season debut of Papa Filmcast. Absolutely, man. I have a lot of credits these days. Boy, you do. All right. And some brief credits before we go today. Come join us in our Facebook group. It's called the Gravity Beard Interns. Find us on Twitter by searching at This Week Pod. The number for the Jean Benet Ramsey Crime Tips Hotline is 214 531 3936. We'd appreciate it if you would subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. This Week Today is a proud member of the Podfix Network. For more information, go to podfixnetwork.com or search at Podfix on Twitter. Thank you to our friend Phil Rude for our custom logo. For my pal and MVP, Keith Gall of the Papa Filmcast, I'm your co-host, Tove. You've been listening to This Week Today. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. This Week Today is a proud member of the Podfix Network.